Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. Theory. Oh, we did okay. Yeah. We did Even though it's really early. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah. You're going to get us uh, rusty and crusty today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. You know, we got to knock this stuff out. We got lives, guys. Yeah. We got stuff to do. But welcome to Culture Theory. Another great episode. How's mm-hmm. your week, Gil? It's all right. You know. Things are moving slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Finally got my computer back. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, I like that people are finally being able to see that MacBooks maybe aren't the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slowly. Um, actually, a couple of weeks ago before this thing happened, um, I really wanted to build a gaming PC because I've been kind of like, not for gaming, but just for like video editing. Like Sarah Dietschy, she has a couple of videos talking about how the stigma with gaming pcs is that oh just for video games like no they actually are really good for video editing and processing video photos and all that so i really wanted to build a gaming pc just for video editing and if i wanted to play video games which is rare i'll do that instead of me rigging up my computer and having it do everything yeah yeah i always tell people at work when they say, hey, I want to build a gaming PC. And I was like, I have a gaming PC. And like, what games do you play? And I'm like, actually, I don't really put games on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's for video editing. But yeah, similar specs because you need, yeah, almost the exact same specs depending on how, I guess, your level of editing. Yeah. I was going to say how high you edit. <laughs> <laughs> how high you edit. <laughs> oh, I'm in the Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. It's a learning experience. That's what's that's with everything. Like with the water heater situation. All right, no, next time we get a house, change the water heater. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm scared. I was yeah. purchasing new insurance yesterday for the house and uh, asked about flood insurance because I was like, Yeah, you know, my friend had this whole situation. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. maybe I should make sure I'm ready. You yeah. know, it's, it's expensive. And the thing is, it's like I was talking to my uh friend, he owns a home. And he was telling me how his water heater is from 2011 and his gave out. Yeah. Mine's from 1990. Yeah. 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 I heard they only last like nine to 10 years. And I think when we moved into our house, it's on the ninth year. Mm-hmm. I realized every time we get on this podcast, we talk about homeownership. Yeah. It's true. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's boring. But just, guys, it's, just, just do it. Just, just do get, it. get a home. Yeah. It's the best best feeling. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I still will say to this day, it's the most stressful thing I've ever done. Yeah. But still. Still. Right. I mean, neither of us have kids, so we're not there. But I still feel like this the home ownership would still be more stressful yeah. with the kids. I feel like if you had a kid and you just purchased a home, you're axing for a heart attack. Oh, yes. Yeah. My friend got a pregnant and she got a puppy at the same time. And I thought she was insane. It's not smart. Yeah. Well, I thought so, but I mean, she, she handled it really well. But the thing is, it's like you're, is she a new parent? No. Okay. She had kids before. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I'm saying if you're like a new parent and you're, you, has she ever had a dog? Yes. Okay. Well, that's, that's different. I will still say I will, I would never adopt a puppy. Mm-hmm. I've had a dog from a puppy and that was great. Like the dog's a great dog, but that whole process is so, so much. Yeah. Lolo's like our first puppy. Actually, your first. Well, my second dog and Alex's first dog. And it just was. I never had a puppy. Oh, he's like, puppy love and all that other shit. That shit's real. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. 
puppy love is wild. I wouldn't go through that shit again. No. Especially right now. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's cool to go through once. And once you do it, you're like, I'm never doing this ever again. Well, the thing is, if you have a time. Yeah. Like, if if I didn't have to work 40 hours a week, if I had, like, off days, I'll spend it with my dog. I'll probably be like a dog whisperer, you know? I'll do that. Like, I feel like I'll. Lola, what are you thinking? Right. (laughs) I feel like I'll jump into a lot of things. Like, I like rock climbing. Mm-hmm. but i've only done it for no indoor rock climbing not like outside in the fucking nature <laughs> i mean like indoor rock climbing i've only done it like four times at this place called project rock i really like it just don't have the time yeah what yeah. would you do if you had more time like what's one like a regular thing not a crazy if you had a million dollars or something what's, what's just something that you'd want to do more regularly a comic i yeah. i think i told you um uh, I was retained in the seventh grade because I wanted to become a comic book artist. Yes. I really like drawing comics. And it's not even like some crazy anime comic. It's some like ridiculous uh, life montage. Like I I've still have friends to this day. Daniel Walker, Kenneth Collins, and um, Kyron Walker who still have my physical copies of my comics. And they like, yo, this is hilarious. I still laugh about this today. Yeah. And it's like, I really love that. Like, I I would really love to sit down and become a comic book artist. Yeah. That's something I would really like to do, but I don't have the time. Yeah. 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 So what would you do? I would probably just go more into the social media stuff. Yeah. Like, actually, like, editing and making content for skincare. And I like talking about that too. Like I'd probably, you know, become a full fledged content creator because like you you saw like the, the matcha thing. Yeah. Can you imagine if I had like that day to just go home and make, oh my gosh, you guys, you guys, I really love this matcha thing. Oh, I could make a better video instead of using my phone. I'm, I I literally got home or I got like two minutes to make a video, go inside, shower, change, get ready for work. Yeah. And then come home and be like, oh, I guess they liked it. Yeah. I have to respond the next day to people yeah. because I can't use my phone at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't care what time I get home from work. Once I get home, I'm dead to the world. Yeah. I'll fall asleep in like 20 minutes. Like when, I, when I'm on break or lunch, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> you better hurry up and reply, bitch. <laughs> you get this message later. I called uh, Disney yesterday because I had one of these tickets in a radio contest and I was trying to figure out when they expired. It's an expiration date on them. And I was on the phone with the guy from Disney for like an hour waiting. And uh, I was driving to work or my husband was driving me to work. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I'm still waiting um, to reach out to whoever. I'm just wanting to let you know I'm still here with you. And I'm like, "Okay." And in my head, I was like, you got three minutes to answer. (laughs) You're going to hear someone else. So, yeah. So the guys at work, um, I, I bring them baked goods because every time I'm on hold for long periods of time, I have to give them the phone in the back and then they they finish my calls for yeah, me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. With my uh, with my computer recently, um, the place that I went to, Palm Beach Mac, they were telling me that I had to have Apple Care because it's going to be really expensive to fix my computer. So I, I'm calling Apple and they're telling me, hey, um. Turns out you missed the window to get your Apple Care. I was like, oh, shit. Let me put on my content creator voice. Hey, uh, well, I'm a content creator, and I really need my laptop. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, we'll figure something out. I really need this laptop. I really need this. I got this projects, and I was freaking out. And then this lady was like, okay, 
I'm gonna see if I can extend it for you. We have this this thing. Wow, you have a really good variant for the MacBook Pro. Are you a really you're really a content creator? I'm like, yeah, I actually, because I have a 16, whatever. She she read all the specs and she's like, I have the same laptop. Now I want to get the applicator for myself because I don't want this to happen to me. She's like, What were you doing? I was like, I was literally editing photos. And <laughs> she's like, Oh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can do something for you. So mind you, I'm at work in the parking lot. Jake is like saying, come on, bro, let's go. Let's go clock in. And I'm like, can't right now. I have to finish this call because as soon as I get inside the building, I lose, I drop the call. So two, two o'clock is when I clock in. It's 1.55. I got five minutes before I keep finish this call. And she's like talking to me. Oh, I do Instagram stuff. And I'm like, any day we would be best friends. But right now I got to be an asshole. I'm like, listen, I can pay for it right now. What do I got to do? Well, just give me your, your your card number. I was like, can I can I use my Apple card? Yeah, sure. Wow, you know, you have an Apple card too? I'm like, I have one too. I was like, yep, here's a number. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and, she, and then I, she's like, well, just wait for a verification. I got it. It says, you guys took it. All right, so um, yeah, you really scared me about, you know, that. Yep. All right, thank you. So is, do I need to do anything else? And she's like, no. And I told Alex, I was like, fuck, any day we would be best friends. Yeah. Not today. Not today. I can't. I have stuff to do, man. Mm -hmm. I have to go make money. I have to work. I have to pay this off. What you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing right now, I'm about <laughs> to go do. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. She'll be okay. Yeah, she'll be all right. She'll be okay. Um, pro tip, you can actually just add Apple Care after you do a repair. Really? Yeah. They the the guys at Palm Beach Mac were telling me like, well, I don't know if it's different for MacBooks. I know for iPhones. So let's say you don't get the Apple Care because you're stupid, and then you break your screen, mm -hmm. and that's not covered under the limited warranty. Obviously, it's physical damage. So if you were to get your screen replaced, you could add Apple Care after that. Mm -hmm. Your phone has to be in like perfect condition because it has to be inspected. That's why they want you to do it when it's new. So you kind of eliminate that process. But if not, they just have to make sure that it's like physically perfect. And then you can add Apple Care, which is after a repair, because if Apple does a repair, that means you're basically going to get your phone back in almost perfect condition, if not a brand new phone. Yeah. So, yeah. Pro tip. Don't let anybody lie to you. You can just break your phone and get Apple Care. I don't know how far out. Like, I don't think if you have like a iphone 5 and you get your screen replaced they're gonna give you a new iphone i don't think that's how it works but <laughs> the person at the apple store i don't know what phone is this i wasn't born yet <laughs> i wonder if the first iphone still um still works works like you could connect it to a cellular service and it's still you, you, you can because you know they stop giving you updates after a certain you know like mm -hmm. what is it uh version of the phone i guess also i, I don't think the radio would work the GSM radio. Because mm -hmm. don't they change every, every once in a while? Probably. Yeah. Apple changes a little bit of everything sometimes so that you just got to be like, oh, this is new. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not lying. I feel, I saw the cable at your store, the old 30 pin cable. Uh -huh. It was like 50 bucks. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Who? But who would want to buy that? Yeah. <laughs> Who'd buy that? Yeah. Yeah. People. 
All right, guys. So now we're going to get into our pod deck question of the week. So we're not sponsored by pod decks. I don't want you guys to think because we yeah. read a pod deck. We question. just love pod decks. We love pod decks. The questions are really good. And you know, when you're like, hey, let's let's play a game. Let's do the question. It's always stupid. Like, what's your yeah. favorite color? What if you didn't work here? What would you want to be? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you were a car, <laughs> <laughs> which Toyota would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Poddex helps streamline those questions. Yes. So this week's question is, who is the last person that you stalked on social media? Hmm. The last person I stalked on social media would have probably been a model that I wanted to shoot with. That, you know, like sometimes if I have a project, I would kind of want to manifest it. So I'll just see what, you know, what he's doing or what she's doing. And then be like, hey, um, I like I like Tabo too. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, you do? I'm like, yeah, we could probably do it at a, at a studio shoot. Wow, that looks great. And then just see what they're doing till they're like, oh shit, Gil's a photographer. Let me contact him. And then boom, I get a shoot. And I yeah. did that earlier this week. This person's probably, hope they're not listening to this podcast. But oh my God, he's weird. And I had this client Locked. that I really wanted to shoot with. And she was like posting stuff and doing stuff. And I'm like, Oh, let me post that too. Let me see if I could get in her same wavelength so she can think about me and then pay me. Yeah. And that's what happened. What constitute as, constitutes as social media stalking? Uh, I guess like turning on alerts. So when they post, you can see it instantly when they post it and you can like comment and then like, cause that's what I do. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> At for least like, you're honest about it, Gil. Yeah, I, I do that, especially with, if it's a client that I really want to work with. I make it my mission to find ways to see when they're live. Go inside their live. Oh, hey, girl. Funny. Go, go like, comment on their stories. Um, yeah, especially if it's somebody that I want to work with or be friends with or hang out with. Just be in their space to the point where Instagram's algorithm changes so it can be like, oh, wow, I want you to be friends with SZA. <laughs> Because I'm okay. always in Scissor's DMs. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think I don't stay on, like, a profile long enough for to be, like, stalking. I do sometimes. Because I don't like going through people's profiles. Because really? I've already seen the content already. Yeah, I don't go through people's profiles. Like, I don't. I don't ever grow th- go through their like, oh, wow, let me see the nine posts they pick. Posted. But I don't put alerts or anything on either. Like, I don't like the alerts. I don't mm-hmm. have notifications on for my phone except for Instagram. Yeah. Because that's, I have two, like, social media that I'm, like, an influencer, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of on. So that's the only reason. Like, my personal Instagram doesn't have alerts on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't care. So... For me, I I do tend to like because I have a few people I don't speak to anymore that I was really close with, and like once in a while I'll go back, and I'll go on their profile just to see like what they're up to. It's not really stalking though. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's like the extent of like social media stalking. I I've got to this point in my life where I don't care about anyone else's life unless you know like close like me and you yeah. like you know and stuff like but we we communicate regularly yeah. but i don't care about these random people's lives to the no. point where i'm interested in stalking that's, that's what I, that's what stuff. i mean also and would you consider mind stalking if it's just a client like i'm out to get something stalking would be like i just want to know yeah like I've, I've had people tell me like the kind of stuff they go through on other people's socials and how closely they watch it and mm-hmm. stuff and i'm like that's too much time i have a uh, well we have a close friend that who stalks 
and when I'm listening to her talk about what the the stink the the length that she's gone to see what this person is doing, I'm like, why would you? Why do you care? It's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of energy. En- energy, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Un- it's just useless. It's kind of like you can take that and become like a forensic specialist or something like <laughs> like a a CIS person because you could figure shit out. Like I know some people who figured out how to hack into people's Facebooks and and instagrams and all that remembering people's passwords and it's like okay oh the password thing to me is wild yeah. like remembering people's passwords and or trying to hack into it oh i know the password because uh, i know this amount of information about them so it has to be this or this yeah. or like oof. another thing too is uh like people triggered from being stalked so like mm-hmm. i had uh when i used to build websites i used to um have people's well the client's email created so i can just easily readily just edit on my end and they could come to the office and edit work on the w- whatever with me too and i had this one client I was like can you delete that password why do you have it saved i was like no we saved it last time just so i can like easily whatever i don't want to keep texting you and I said, that's my email password i'm like oh shit you know i thought we created a squarespace account with just using your email you know you don't have to use your same password it can be the same email but for squarespace it can be a different password. That's what I assumed. Yeah, can we delete that? Because I don't want you to have access to my email. Like, oh, I wasn't going to because, you know, I'm a contributor to this account. I just use your email to log in because it's just easier instead of me typing in mine. Yeah, I don't want you to have access to my email. I was like, oh, shit, this is all right. It's fine. But some people are really triggered. Like, I have a friend of mine who has, like, five emails. And every single time I'm typing, typing her to give her like jobs like sending her jobs for Publix. yeah i have a new one now because i felt like i got hacked i'm like oh shit like all right so it's gonna be sexy thought 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know the 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 paranoia mm-hmm. around owning technology yes and i try to explain to people because i worked in marketing a few years back that yeah, we do have a lot more access to a lot more information than you think we do. And I don't want to scare anybody listening to the podcast, but there's stuff like geofencing, which you just have to go into a general area and yeah. they have information about you. You sign up to all your these photos. social media sites, your photos. Like people, some, I forgot what it was, but someone was like, I don't want them to have all this information about me and my photo and stuff. And I don't want the government to have this much information. And someone's like, do you own a driver's license? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, well, they already have your yeah. social and your home information, a photo of you. Like they already have that. Yeah. No one's, no one's asking for information that isn't available somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I love when people are like, oh, I don't like those, uh, those little things that talk to you at home, like a Google home or an Alexa and i don't want that i don't want it listening to me and then they're texting on their iphone yeah yeah i just or if they have a anyone, smart tv they have a smart tv and if you i don't know if alexa or like HomePod has the capability but you can go back and listen to in a google home the questions that you ask yep. and if you listen to the questions um because you have to say hey google to activate it so when you hear the recording you'll hear like dead air and then you'll hear yourself go, hey, Google, which means it was recording before. before you even started yeah. saying, hey, Google. 
you know, so it's always listening to you. What they do with that information, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, people openly talk about stuff all the time. They forget it's there. Your phone's here. No one's coming and busted down your door and demanded that you, you know, uh, change your opinion. Yeah. It's it's my, not my that thing, serious. My thing is, is that, uh, well, me and you were different in the sense that when it, there's something out there, we kind of want to research it and study it. We want to know how computers work. We want to know how the internet works. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Correct. A lot of people, they, they, they're they scared of the technology because they don't know it. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine who, um, well, a former associate who, you know, caches, like, you know, your your cookies and all your cookie stores. So when you're searching something like on Amazon or, or Facebook, the shit that you were looking up on your phone, on your iPad, will pop up on Facebook. Correct. So this person was looking up, you know, homosexual things. And obviously he was looking up homosexual things. So then he was showing me, oh, wow, look, on Facebook, it told me that I need to download Wish because this person uses Wish. And this person is using a a, a, a butt dildo thing. No, it's it's Facebook is telling you that you should download Wish because this person uses Wish and Facebook uses the cookies that you stored that stored on your computer to say that, hey, the thing that you like is on Wish because your friend uses Wish, too. So they're going to show you the items that you've been looking up on your phone secretly and say, you like that thing? We have it on Wish. Your homeboy uses Wish. So here's the thing that you like that and your homeboy doesn't use that, but here's the thing that you like. And he's like, no, it has his name on there. It says that he uses Wish and here's this gay thing. I said, that gay thing has nothing to do with him. It's the thing that you're looking up. That's how cookies work. Cookies? What's cookies? Nah, man, I'm not I'm not saying you're gay. I'm just saying just so happened that your cookies showed a, a like a it's like an open butt underwear and like a dildo strap on shit. And I was like, okay, these are the things that you're probably looking up, or somebody on your Wi-Fi is looking up. Because when Alex is looking up um, sister log stuff or like you know uh, just Haitian recipes, they always come up on the side of my on my Facebook. Yeah. Oh, look up this Haitian um, thing, or hey, look up this uh, dreadlock uh, fact. Oh, yeah, she's looking up shit. And same thing for me. Roadcaster Pro, Roadcaster Pro, Roadcaster Pro. That's all she'll see on her end. Right. She's like, oh, Gil's looking up Roadcaster Pro shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. The only thing that's bad about it is this is information that they used to pay millions of Mm -hmm. dollars for in the past. And you doing things like using uh, these websites that kind of, they they give you rebates for buying stuff if you put in your receipt. Like, you guys (gasps) do that. And you're... stupidest shit ever which i get it because some people make bank doing that because a lot of people shop and if they're couponers and they buy a lot of items it works for them but you're giving them Mm -hmm. your your spending habits your shopping habits for free Mm -hmm. for a a couple bucks back they're paying you dollars for what they used to pay for millions of dollars for in the past same thing with store cards when you have your little ulta card or your macy's card or your cbs card they're tracking your spending habits. Yeah. They're giving you a couple of bucks. You know, there's uh, the thing that me and Alex were talking about yesterday. There's this debit card called the premium card. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a banking card. No transaction fees. No late fees. No stuff. I'm like, Alex, like, what, what, what's the charge? It's like, your data. 
yeah your data what you're buying and it's oh online banking for free i'm like they're selling their data your data to these companies to like well jessica has it and she buys skincare stuff oh what is jessica oh she's a black woman in pompano beach florida pompano beach florida she likes skincare all right bet so now next thing you know amazon starts carrying more skincare products when you go on amazon it's next day delivery so instead of you waiting five six days it's tomorrow because it's in pompano now oh wow there's a huge influx of jessica's in pompano beach who use skincare let's just carry skincare product just in case they need to buy a mask or something yeah and that's what they do and it's like once you understand how technology works it makes so much sense yeah but it's like at the end of the day like how we can't really get into that that space we don't have the the capital to even do something like that only thing we can do is just be vigilant about how we share our data that's it exactly so we just have to be smart about it. Learn. Like I, I deal with people all the time that what's this? What's that? It's a Google search. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was talking to my friend about per- repurchasing insurance and um, cause this is my first home and I just bought it in February. So you're, you're emailing or texting? I'm on messenger. Cause I saw you did your thing. You're like, okay, yeah, this on means messenger. you were typing. <laughs> <laughs> I was typing. Yes. Yeah. I was on messenger on my computer. Yeah. And because um, the Opera browser has this really cool thing on the side where instead of you having to go into Facebook, you can put widgets. So you can put a WhatsApp widget. A I'm Facebook so old. Widget. I use Opera when it was in beta. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Opera. People are like, what's that? Yeah. I'm like, the coolest browser ever. So I'm talking to her because she works. I don't remember. I don't know exactly her job title. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. I don't know her exact job title, but I know she works in the realm of real estate um she's not a realtor but like on the back end stuff the stuff that actually matters so i was talking to her about the insurance you know because the type of loan that i had i had to pay a lot of stuff up front for the first year normally where you could like split it up into your mortgage or pay it up front or whatever so i'm asking her i'm like hey for next year i want to change my insurance i want to change this and that so what do i do and she's like okay well um usually though when you bought the house they have some money in escrow and then they use that escrow to pay for your insurance and taxes and stuff on their end think of it as like a small savings account that's controlled by your lender blah 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 blah. so she's explaining this stuff to me and then i'm just like but still what's escrow so she's literally like talking to me about like how we're going to purchase insurance blah, blah blah and i'm googling at the same time what is escrow you know um because i i kept hearing escrow like they messed up my insurance for my house so they were like hey um, you didn't show us proof that you bought your own insurance, so we're going to use the escrow on your house to purchase insurance for you. So they took the escrow money to buy oh, an expensive insurance. Three times the amount of what yeah. I originally was quoted. It was like over 4500 or something like that for mm-hmm. insurance for a year. Yeah, wild. Yeah. So that's why I'm rebuying my insurance. I'm like, <laughs> we're not doing this again. Um, so yeah, but I was like, what is escrow? And then, you know, what is this? What is that? I had to apply for a homestead exemption. Mm-hmm. You know, what's homestead exemption? Um, cause there's multiple people on the loan. Hey, do we all have to apply for it? Do we do, you know, so I'm literally like, typing and doing all this stuff all morning so that when I get to the end part and I actually speak to someone, I kind of know what I'm talking about. And then in that way you don't get screwed over either because now people know, oh, well, they only have this level of knowledge. So if I tell them this, they're just going to believe me. Yeah. They'll, they'll take it. You know, but if you come in and say, hey, I hear you, but I read such and such or I was told that such and such. So what does that mean? And then they realize, oh, OK, they, they know a little bit more. OK, I guess I'm going to actually have to like work with them a little bit. You know, it's, it protects you. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with 
you know, being hip with the times or technology changing fast or whatever. These are just things that you've always had to do. You've always have to learn and research what you're doing. It's there's just now a variable, which is a computer or a phone or a tablet or whatever. Um, which yeah, for a lot is it's it's a lot for some people, especially when if you grew up without these things at all. Like we're in a weird place. That's so because weird because we didn't have it was it existed. Like yeah. I understand like people where it didn't exist at all. So like maybe we and our generation, we didn't have a computer in our home because they were expensive. That's a but lie, we had bro, like But we I had don't... access to computers at school, at the library. They yeah. existed, phones existed, beepers. You know, it's not that because everyone didn't have one in their home or a phone in their hand mm-hmm. that we'd have access, you know. So but we still didn't grow up with a lot of this stuff. We weren't seven with phones and mm-hmm. stuff like that. When I was 11, I got my first phone. I shared it with my brother, and it was the Nokia brick phone. That's what we had. I didn't have this crazy texting. I don't even think we had texts, like, on our phone plan. Hey, kids, guess what? Um, If you didn't have money, you got to use your phone with free minutes after 9 p.m. when your bedtime was, like, 9.30 or 10. So good luck with that. And then if your parents had money, you got to pay extra to get the phone free after 7. And texts were charged per text. And um, if not, you had to use the house phone. And you better pray to God that your mom didn't secretly pick up the other end and is listening to your conversation. But That was a thing. That was a thing. That was a thing. We didn't have phones when we were seven years old and uh, the child version, blah, 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 and this and that. Like, no, you had a phone. It had one game. It was Snake. Mm-hmm. And you got to make phone calls after nine. Yeah. And that's what you had the phone for. Man, it's crazy. Like, going back to what you're saying about, like, a lot of people growing up without a computer. But and but he still had computers at school. But my thing is, like, going back to what I said before, a lot of people don't have the aptitude or the, the want to want to learn this. Wow, here's this cool thing that has amazing potential. I want to get to know how to use this thing. Other people are like, what are solitary at? Let me play pin pinball. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I want to know how this works. I remember like going like tra- on trash day outside, like p- fucking 12, 15 years, 12, fucking 13 years old, picking up uh, trash, finding computer parts, putting them together, making them work. My dad's like, wow, you really like this computer shit. I'm like, yeah. So you fucking took out a loan, bought an expensive ass, well, basic computer now. It was like it was a um a compact. Bought like a compact computer and we started using it. Shit broke. I fixed it. Bought a print bought an Epson printer. Fucking it'll think it was like eight hundred dollars for some bullshit printer. Bought that, f- broke, I fixed it, learned how then we bought multiple computers, then fucking dial up because we needed to get on the internet, because my dad started a business. Next thing you know, I'm I'm learning how to use computers. And all my family, hey Gil, um, I got this thing and it's doing that. There was no internet search of how to fix that. Nope, just have to get tinker used, with it, tinker yeah. with it. And I was like, do people not troubleshoot or tinker anymore? Like, what 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 do we do? Like, how did you grow up in the '90s and not like try to turn a computer on or fix a, a cable TV? Like, I feel like we all got electrocuted back in the day. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Rite of passage. I remember I, my my uncle uh, bought, like, a Fuji camera. It's like a Fuji film camera. And it was, like, electric. Because you'd have to rewind it. It has, like, you press the button and it <laughs> by itself. And it shocked me every single time you do the, the, re, the rewind. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I like photography now. And then that. <laughs> he likes pain. He likes pain. <laughs> And those things, like those lessons, like, but how do kids learn now? 
Like, See, because what I feel like technology has done, and I'm not in a negative way, but it, a lot of people get comfortable and they get kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll see older people with tablets and they know, oh, if I push this, this should do something. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And they're pushing it 100 times, sending 300,000 error codes into the damn computer. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, this doesn't just work because you touch it. It's programmed that way. That's why if you push the same spot in another application, it does something else and it does something else yeah. and it does something else. They don't understand that. And I'm like, okay, there could just be a fault with this or fault with that. Sometimes it's a fault in technology. Why would this break? You know how many people I've seen that are like, oh, this computer's 10 years old. I don't know why it's acting like this. Girl, if you got 10 years out of a laptop, you Thank should God. be jumping for joy. This should work. This should. What piece of technology, machinery, car, anything have you had in ten years with no care or maintenance? Because if you see the way, like I see some of this technology, it's like, have you ever even tried to take care of this? Mm-hmm. You know, you absolutely no maintenance on this. If you went and lived in a house for ten years, never cleaned it, never cleaned out your air ducts, um, never wiped down a counter, or washed a dish, what do you think would happen after yeah. ten years? Uh- a friend of ours, I believe, fig- I figured out what happened to her computer. Um, it pretty much took up a lot of dust and it gave out. Because I'm remembering when I went to her, like her space, she has a really expensive uh, computer, really expensive computer. I, me- I remember when I went out and bought it with her and she never really took care of it. Like she is very high maintenance and gets all the cool things like fashion wise and she lives a very luxurious lifestyle and she needs her computer to have a living but she doesn't do her due diligence to make sure that her computer is up to par like my computer i make sure that it's not picking up dust i always wipe it down because you know it gets blocked by the vents it's going to overheat i had my computer this is the 2012 imac 27 inch i7 uh 16 gigs of ram and i bought that in 2014 still running perfectly fine mind you i've had had hiccups but i'm able to go on reddit go to youtube and fix the things that need to fix i've never had a kernel crash which is like the blue screen of death i've never had situations where i lost everything oh sometimes but it's due to the external hard drive but i'm like thinking oh just take care of it sometimes Things just go wrong, like my laptop. But if you can prevent certain things, why not prevent it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. take care of your stuff. This is really expensive. Like, But I don't know. Some people probably just have that idea that it's supposed to work because I paid X amount of money for it. Correct. Like, your car. So, <laughs> all right, put it like this. It's the same concept of you buy a car from a car dealership. Wait, why did it run out of gas? <laughs> You have to put gas in it. Yeah. I remember when I when I came up with that idea like years ago, my brother got a car from a dealership. And I'm like, oh wow. So they're gonna um oh, fuck. They're gonna do the uh they're gonna do the maintenance and the oil changes. She's like, no, I, I have to do it. I was like, but you you're paying such and such every month for it. Yeah, I still have to do the oil change. Oh, you don't really own it then. Like, like it's Wow, we never really own anything because you're going to be paying them every month and then you have to take care of the car. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. But it is what it is. That's that's a mentality nowadays. I feel like people need to just get back to how it used to be where you had to, you know, try a little bit. Yeah. That's it. Just try it a little bit. Just a 
little bit, just a little effort, and your stuff will work. That's all. Yeah. That's all we're asking. A little care. You wouldn't just like leave your kid by themselves and then be like, some people do. We'll oh, figure it out. Yeah. Oh, they're old enough. They know yeah. better. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. So now we're gonna get into our topics, our news topics. We should. We need a segment. If anyone wants to suggest a topic name. You can be a part of our Discord and suggest your topic names right in the Discord chat. And that is at our $10 and up tier on patreon.com slash culture theory. I'm kidding, guys. Um, anyone <laughs> can submit <laughs> anyone can submit a topic for our new stories. Um, ooh, what about maybe? like a name like a deep dive? Hmm. All right, let's go on the Wu-Tang name generator. Let's put in <laughs> culture theory and see what it gives us. Let me see. All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna see what 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 the Wu-Tang feels in their heart should be our name. Hey, that's how Childish Gambino got his name. Yep. Yeah, his name's pretty dope. Can't believe that website is that old. I remember going on there like fucking years ago. It's right. insane. All right, guys. Gil, Gil's going to, with the help of the Wu-Tang Clan, can you give us our new pop culture? So culture theory podcast or just culture theory? Let's try both. Let's put culture theory first. Let's see how cool this one is. gentleman bastard all right guys here's our new segment gentleman bastard all right let's try it with the podcast and let's see if it changes anything the way gil looked at it (laughs) i'm like i wish you could have seen his face like the hell (laughs) gentleman desperado desperado damn sucks i guess the culture gives it the gentleman look Mm, okay uh Call it, I don't want to call it something lame, but right. I want to incorporate the word theories in there. If y'all can put the word theories. I put podcast. It says quiet wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a new segment, quiet wizard on NPR. <laughs> All right, guys. So our first story is probably one that you've heard much about already. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is our Sir Tory Lanes. <clears throat> okay. The thing about the toy lanes before we get into that the thing about the toy lane story is if anyone was anyone on social media whether or not you have instagram or you follow either of these people you've probably heard of the, the like toy lanes having uh women on his live and then hyping them up or having other people like just come in and hyping them up and stuff like that and women twerking and all that stuff so you know people really got into watching toy lanes is instagram lives like they were fun to watch uh i think he ended up getting uh inspiring a lot of people to create shows like mm-hmm. abc started doing something like something live it's whatever yeah copying his concept and it was great yeah. and the you know and toilets had like great energy and people really liked watching him because people you like know, canadians yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo why are these canadian artists coming over here and blowing up stay where you're at yeah so, you know, it was pretty cool. You know, Tory Lanez was doing his thing. Everyone was excited. It was, it was something that we needed, especially to begin the quarantine where everything was still pretty unsure. And, you know, people needed an outlet or, or something to watch to make them feel good. So then we started seeing new artist Meg Thee Stallion coming on his Instagram live. And, you know, they're having fun. They're friends. Everybody was kind of like, girl, didn't you talk all the shit about social distancing? And now you all up in this new space. It was fine, though. You know, everybody's having fun, you know, as long as they're staying safe. Then, not too long after, we see a news story in which Meg the Stallion gets shot in the foot. 
really just i believe it was just in the foot no i think both foots right i don't was it both feet? yeah i think it was both well she got shot in the feet right she got shot from the ankle down and no one knew what it who it was but there was speculation that it was tori lanes because that's who she was with prior to getting shot so in the beginning meg didn't really say anything uh, and then later said that she didn't say anything because she wanted to protect him because how how do you think it would have ended if there was a bunch of cops, um, a black woman got shot in the foot and she says, oh, this black gentleman over here shot me. You mm-hmm. know, we've we've been in America long yeah. enough to know how that goes for unarmed people, um, unarmed African-Americans. Well, he doesn't understand that because he's Canadian. Yeah, he doesn't care. There's, <laughs> <laughs> they have free health care. So yeah. if you shoot somebody in the foot, they're they're good. You know? right, it's going to be fixed, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kills doing his best. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, anyway, so we all kind of had a sneaking suspicion it was him. And then later on, they were like, "Throw maple syrup." On <laughs> Just pour a little maple syrup on it. It's yeah. fine. It'll it'll uh, clot the blood. So we ended up finding out later it was Tory Lanes, <clears throat> allegedly. Yeah. And people kind of were like, "I told y'all, I knew it. I knew it." Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, you know. It, I mean, there was going to be people on the defense of Tory Lane saying, "Hey, of course, you know she deserved it. She's a that she breathes. She's a thought, you know." What the fuck? And then there's the other side that was like, "Of course, you know," which, not surprisingly, you know, black women have to go extra hard to defend themselves, even when they're absolutely 100% right about something because you know just black women we just gotta be wrong about everything because you know we exist and breathe and have vaginas and all that good stuff so the incident happened in july so july 12 2020 is when this whole incident went down and people were kind of like dang and even and even me i'm not a huge toy lanes fan but i was like how did this happen mm-hmm. everything was going so well everyone was having a good time and then all of a sudden she gets shot on the foot and it's him and i was like what in my valentino white bag so (laughs) so anyway so everyone kind of finds out it's tory lane's tory lane's still like nah it wasn't me um no one believes him but you know so at the time tory lane's his name is dope his real name is daystar his name his real name sounds like a rap name daystar peterson why the fuck did you put tory lane's you just dope ass where do you get Daystar? Where do you get Tori from? I have no idea. Probably um, the Wu Tang name generator <laughs> puts Tori puts Daystar into the Wu Tang name generator. Um, so yeah, so now Tori Lanes came out with his new album recently. I don't know the name of it because, like I said, I'm really listening to Tori Lanes anyway. I'm not gonna start now just because he shot somebody in the foot. It and- slaps though. Um, this shit slaps. I'm not listening. I'm not giving him the satisfaction. You don't I, know. I, I I didn't really listen to him. I just was listening to a song because the song that we that he dropped, um, the one he just dropped. Yes. Yeah. That's the one I want to listen to because yes. I wanted to like dissect it. So of course <laughs> I know that they use this as a tactic to get more streams, but we watched the video because someone said that he kind of hinted towards him not being guilty for the crime that mm-hmm. he committed and i was like 0.2 seconds in yeah <laughs> like literally he was like yeah no it wasn't me yeah and you know we had to see of course and i was like there's no way there's no way that he's denying these allegations yeah. and he did yeah. and i ain't gonna lie the song did it, it was good yeah it was good still not gonna give him the streams yeah. i'm still no, not gonna it, that's the only album. song that's that i listened to yeah. yeah but it was good and um 
the one thing that he made a point of was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't care. No matter what I did, my my numbers are still going up. My stream's still going up. Blah blah. blah. Contrary. Do you know that? Uh, do you believe that they're suppressing his views? No. Hmm. Yeah. No. I think that he's lying about his numbers, obviously, because he doesn't want to look bad. Because if he looks bad, then that makes him look guilty. Yeah. So if people are still streaming and stuff, then it's like clearly he's innocent. And like, why why would people stream if they thought it was me? No one thinks it's me. Yeah. So contrary to what he said, streams actually went down by forty percent, which is a lot. Um, because when you do bad things, mm-hmm. there's consequences for it. And in the age of less CDs, more streaming, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Now, there's always going to be people that are kind of support no matter what. Just like, you know, for a while after, the, you know, the whole Chris Brown Rihanna thing happened, I was like, nah, you know, you don't know what happened. We don't know both sides. And then as I matured, I was like, wow, I don't care what she did. Like, yeah. there was no excuse for that. Unless she held him at gunpoint and had a barrel in his mouth. There's no reason for that. And you kind of realize, hey, maybe you shouldn't be lining the pockets of people that are doing horrible things because all you're doing is teaching them that they can do exactly what they want to do and there's no repercussions for it maybe we should do stuff like not stream their music anymore Mm -hmm. and support them and maybe unfollow them and do all that kind of you know normal regular free stuff that you can do to support women that are being shot in the foot and so so we watched the video he 100 percent denied the allegations which is wild um, because all it's doing is just setting the precedent that, you know, black women are lying and we're always doing the most and we're extra mm-hmm. and, you know, why she would lie about something like that is beyond me. Uh, because you were with her, you got shot in the foot. Why would she lie to protect you in the beginning if she was going to say it was you later? Like, that's my thought process. How does that make any sense? If I wanted something to happen to you, like let's say I wanted you imprisoned and I had a perfect situation in which I could like, oh, right now I'm shot in the foot. There's all this evidence. I can get you in jail right now. Why would I wait till later when it would be harder for me to prove it? To say something, to say something. So the fact that he's boasting and, and being proud about the fact that he's, I guess, not technically guilty is really sad and it's really disgusting. And I just want to say, and this might just me being petty, like me being, I'm sorry, y'all, it is still in the morning. And this might just be me being petty, but we watched the video, okay? Mm -hmm. This incident was July 12th, Mm -hmm. which means this was smack dab in the middle of quarantine. There was zero social distancing in that music video. When I said it was like 30 people just all up on each other. So if all y'all get COVID... (laughs) <laughs> I just want y'all to know that I hate y'all and y'all are dumb for being a part of that man's music video. I hope he paid y'all a lot of money, a lot of money to put yourselves in danger, to give this man any clout who shot a black woman and then try to lie and once say he didn't do it and then make her look bad. Tory Lanez is married. Shut up. That's what it says on here. Shut up. No, he's not. It says Tory Lanez. Everything you need to know about Tory Lanez allege. Megan Thee Stallion shooting the Tory Lanez. Something, something. I just saw it. it says he's married. He has a kid. I mean, I believe the kid part. 
Oh, man, if he's married, whew, I hope he's separated. Is the stuff he'd be doing a lot? Earlier this month, singer Maya trolled the world. Da, da, da. Touring is probably his plans changing his future. That's sort of like an old article. But he was married. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, for women in the future, I just want you to understand this. Please don't marry a man that shot a woman in the foot and then lied about shooting a woman in the foot because if he shot one woman in the foot, he'll shoot you in the feet too. And you need both your feet, okay? You need both your feet on the ground away from these dudes. Can't believe his name is Daystar and he didn't use that as his rap name. That's so weird. His real name sounds like a rap name. Yeah, Daystar. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Shit slaps. <laughs> it sounds like if he didn't use the name, it sounds like he would shoot somebody in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> Daystar sounds like he would shoot somebody in the foot. Yeah, he's married. It says he's married. Who's he married to? Somebody. <laughs> you know, people marry objects, so. Yeah. That's weird. Well, yeah. Uh,. I wouldn't say cancel people like that, but I just would say a hundred percent cancel not, people. What? No, 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 not cancel in that in that sense. I mean, those people need to be held accountable. Meaning, they need to lose because cancel would mean stop them. Because cancel culture is like thirty minutes in the day. I'm talking about like we need to make sure that he is hung. We need to make sure not hung physically, but we need to make sure that he he suffers and realizes what he did. He has to be cancel means. We hate you for today and tomorrow. All right. Wow, you made a new song. Let's play it. No, we need to make sure because I hate cancel culture. Cancel culture is like, it's fake. Yeah. I feel like we should really use the word, focus on the word cancel and do what we can to like stop streaming him, stop promoting him, uh, make him realize that he did something wrong. And if he does come back and tries to become a better person, maybe we'll let him in, but he will never forget what he did because he's that's fucked up he shot this lady in the foot my my issue is not just that he shot her in the foot that he's lying about it and he's making her look bad and like i think he's why huh i think he's done you know there's no way he could come back because i'm not playing his music i mean i don't i don't this but there's still people that are gonna support him no matter what they don't care i know people all of them i don't care well that's that's them that's that's not you know who are artists that's different than their personal life is it though you know who i actively canceled well i actively just said fuck you to uh xxx tentacion oh yeah i was like listen to this shit Yo, fuck you. Like, you really just beating up women? Mm-hmm. You be literally saying, oh, um, I hate dark-skinned women. I la- I want to make sure the pussy looks like this. If it don't, get out of my face. You you really have a generation of women out there. Young women listening to this song. Oh, I don't fit his description. I'm ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And just actively just beating up pregnant women, like, allegedly. But he beat up his pregnant girlfriend Mm -hmm. like why would somebody want to listen to somebody like that i don't i don't understand how people don't make the connection when they say well their personal life and who they are as an artist is different no it's not that is their life they are an artist maybe who they are when they are an artist is an act or something that they put on 
while they're on stage or while they're in the studio. But it's still their life. They're still a human being. That's okay. You can put on an act. Stephen Colbert, he was putting on an act when he was doing The Daily Show. That was an all an act. That was a persona. That's okay. Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club sometimes early in the year, that was like a whole act. But he never actively hurt anybody. He never was outside and literally just said, he punched a dude. Stephen Colbert never said anything that was like fucked up or hurt anybody physically. This kid is literally going into places, uh, going into like venues and saying, oh, I don't want no ugly dark skinned girl with nappy hair. I don't want no, um, like you're literally perpetuating like a hateful energy and you're letting these young people hear it and you beat up your pregnant girlfriend and you want me to just listen to you? You want me to let that be okay? Like every time I hear him, oh my gosh, he died. And I remember they had like a little vigil him for him over here. And I was like, don't these people know that he had he was full of hate? Yeah. No, he was full of love, bro. You don't listen to his song? Really? Yeah, his songs slap. He was a great artist. I, I, I started listening to him after he died because I was like, oh, let me hear I guess this memorial thing that he was on BT for getting an award for this song. It's like no, I, I I remember why I don't listen to him because he's hateful. Yeah, <laughs> like, he just was fucked up. Like he, the guy who sh- a guy who robbed him, I believe they had like a previous uh some type of situation going on. Like, bro, you live in that lifestyle. You expect to not get in that type of situation. Like you live in that lifestyle, dude. Exactly. Talk shit, get hit. Yep. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, he's just talking shit. He's also calling it. Like he. Uh, when a lot of rappers say, I don't expect to live past 24 or something I like mean, that. I mean, he's dead. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, I mean. Don't quote not, me, but I believe he did say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's not saying, like, it's okay that he's dead, but it's like, you you perpetuate that kind of lifestyle and then people are sad that someone ran up on you and, and did what they did to you. And it's yeah. like, but you you perpetuate hate. You spew hate. You you make this a point for people to understand that you are this kind of person. This is who you are. There's no person that's out here rapping about hating dark skinned women, but actually secretly loves dark skinned women and they're dating them and marrying them. Out. No, yeah. this is this, you're saying this because you want people to believe this about you mm-hmm. as a person. And you know whether or not he has some weird closeted feelings about dark skinned women that he doesn't want anyone else to know about. That's that's not the life you live. That's not the life you've led. And if my thing is, you have all these kids and adults. Oh, he was a great artist, bro. He was a philosopher. He was like 21. You think he had life figured out because he had a fucking BMW i8 and jewelry and money? And he, he ventured around the world and went to concerts and he's loved everywhere in those places. You think he's a philosopher? You think he was a saint? Fuck you. Like, where do you get at where you think because he makes millions of dollars and he makes music? That he should be, oh my gosh, he was the best. We, he needs a, a, a visual. He needs candlelight. He got shot. This he got shot the same way he his his rap lyrics perpetuate. Like if you were to play his songs, you'd be like, oh, this is just a music video going on right here. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like yeah, it sucked that he died. You know, he was young. He had a family. He had people who loved him. Yeah, I get that. But the fans are different. I'm not saying if you're his mom or brother or cousin, like you don't, he doesn't deserve uh, like the sympathy or whatever the way he died. But I'm talking about for fans. I'm talking about people who don't fucking know him yeah. that related through him through a song where he talked about fighting and stabbing and killing people. <laughs> 
He was so deep, bro. Right? He meant so much. Like, if 21 hurt. Savage were to die, I'll probably be like, damn, man, I ain't going to get no more bangers. Like, you yeah. Know, it's, it's crazy. Like, I love 21, but like, he has a song called No Heart. It's one of my favorite songs. Like, he literally talks about how beating up a dude that listens to his song and <laughs> slapping him with his pistol. Wow. And then tell him, ask your bitch how my dick tastes. What? Like, that shit goes hard. But if he were to <laughs> die, like, yeah, shit, didn't he? He was, yeah. just, he was rapping about. Yeah, he was rapping about trash, know? yeah. So it's, it's, it's like I don't have any sympathy for people who spew hate or darkness out in the world. And then, exactly. and then when they die, you're like, oh, give them the light. Yeah. They need a hug. Well, they were such good people. They were such good people. No. No. Yeah. Ugh, well, yeah. enough about that Canuck. So recently, and this is a this is a brand that I love, and I, I purchased from them, and it, it's as good as it sounds. Fenty, mm-hmm. Rihanna's laundry line, Fenty X Savage. Fenty is it Fenty X Savage or is it Fenty, like Fenty Fenty Savage? By do you say Savage the X? I don't know. I feel like it is Fenty X Savage. Hmm. I don't know how people say that. Is it like Fenty? It's like the Hunter and Hunter Savage. F- because I, I thought it was Fenty Savage. Yeah. I, I is Savage know. a brand? Fenty is the like umbrella brand. So Savage, Savage is Savage is the lingerie line. Okay. And then Fen- there's Fenty Skin. And she owns the Savage. Yes. So, but she owns Fenty. Yeah. It's like a sub company. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of like how, uh, you know, when you're like, oh, I buy this brand of soda like dr pepper yeah, by like yeah, pepsi dr. Pip and all that yeah yeah, yeah. it's okay. like that so fenty fenty savage mm-hmm. <laughs> uh came out with a lingerie line for men and the first model i don't know if there's more models i, I honestly saw this one and i was like yes girl you ain't gonna show me nothing else was a plus size african-american man I'm not, i don't want to say african-american because we're not all african-american it was a plus size black man I got a topic about that later. Ooh, okay, yeah. spicy. So it was a uh, a a a black plus size man yeah. rocking boxers. I believe they were just regular boxers, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, "What? What is this?" Like, I thought it was like a fan made thing or someone saying, "Oh, you know, this is what we should make." But Rihanna actually has a lingerie 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 line for men. How does that feel as a man? And you know, you guys have stuff like you know perpetuated through music. And it's like, not expensive. Oh, Tommy boxers and 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 Calvin Klein and stuff. You know, you guys have that kind of stuff. But how does it feel to have a women's lingerie line say, "Hey, we want you to wear our stuff too"? I'd wear it. And I, the thing is, I saw Donnie post it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool, plus size dude." I didn't really think about looking at the the website, and then I think somebody mentioned it to me. It's like, "Oh, wait, what?" And I went back to Donnie's post. Oh shit, that's dope! And I went to instantly um, try to buy it, and it sold out. Wow, it's still sold out. I'm on the website right now. Sold out. How much is it? How much is it's it for a pair? Eight dollars. What? Forty eight cents. Really? For no, that's the VIP. Oh yeah, the VIP is you have to buy like a monthly membership, and then it discounts stuff. So regular, it's um, twenty two dollars. Not bad. Yeah. Listen, y'all pay more for designer underwear, so yes. 
Why? Well, I have no idea. You're going to put the same shit stains in the underwear, whether or not it says Calvin Klein or hangs that on it. It super so. comfortable, though. Yeah. No, her laundry is actually very comfortable. Like, she actually made it for people with bodies and, you know, actual human beings. So. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Look at I'll, this. I'll wear that. Gil's going to be rocking. Once we get the video up <laughs> back up, he's just going to be in the chair <laughs> naked with his uh, Fenty boxers on. Is that the only one she's got, though? Could be for now. Like, yeah. when she started off, she didn't have a lot. But then, you know, she she does expand pretty quickly. Like, her laundry stuff that she has now is beautiful. Stuff I've never seen. So, I'm going to ask you this. So, I used to work for Victoria's Secret back in the day. And the largest bra size that we carried in store was like a 40 double D. And then triple D for some stuff. And the largest underwear size when I quit was a large. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to get those extended sizes, you could maybe possibly find them online. And they always had some basic ass colors like white or nude, which nude for white people. Let's get that clear. So how do you feel seeing that, knowing that there's multi-billion dollar companies that always had the opportunity and just never had the audacity to create a line for one men and two, have in mind plus size people as well. Well, I'm, I really like it because when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. You know, oh, wow. Representation because mm-hmm. it matters. Right. Yeah. And it's just the whole idea of seeing a model. And it's not I think I was telling you before we started recording. It wasn't a, a it wasn't a model model. It was just a regular dude. Yeah. You know, he looked like a regular dude. He looks like me in the sense that just regular black dude plus size guy and he's wearing the underwear he's not i feel like it was genuine i feel like she really you know what what about my plus size brothers let's do something like that and it wasn't a a marketing ploy it was i feel like i want to do this now the thing that i'm not going to like is that we're going to see other companies start to do the same thing like walmart louis vuitton like really you had rick ross sporting Louis Vuitton Don for years and you guys never thought about doing that but now since Rihanna did it all these other companies are going to start oh we're going to have plus size men models so we're going to we're going to do that size for these people that's what I'm going to be scared of like the genuineness of it all like she did it out of place of I want inclusivity I want everybody to be a part of this now I'm just worried that everybody's going to try to capitalize on that oh 100% even in the world of skincare Korean skincare was and is still booming in korea and there was a point where people i don't know what started it but there was like an influx of people ordering stuff overseas from straight from korea and or ordering from there's like websites that sell korean products in the u.s that they import and people were exclusively using that that's all anyone ever talked about it's all anyone ever wanted to use and then all of a sudden these american companies are coming out with basically full-on ripoffs of either the brands the packaging or the type of products that they were buying overseas because oh well if let's let's take their dollars instead of them sending them to you know their money overseas to korea to these companies let's just go ahead and make that money for ourselves first off no company in the u.s has ever been able to replicate a south korean skincare product or any other asian skincare product from the philippines from japan Mm -hmm. Taiwan, nothing as good as the ones that we've seen in Asia. But just, oh, well, everyone's else doing it. Well, if I, they're spending their money. The money's there. So I want it. I want it for me. And and doing one a shitty job at it. And 
and two, like, and then a couple of years, like the fad was gone and people stopped making stuff that they still make and use in Korea because it's, oh, well, well, let's take their dollars instead of them sending them somewhere else, you know? So now that, like you said, they're going to see Fenty, um, Savage making these plus size lingerie for men and women. And they're going to be like, well, well. Oh well, I guess people buy it, so I might as well take the dollar mm-hmm. and and do a poor job at it. There's a lot of companies that make plus size clothing, and they they don't make them for plus size people. No, you they know? just make the clothes bigger. bigger. <laughs> Correct. And at, you know, after a certain weight, your your weight sits in certain places. You know, everybody's body is shaped differently. Like there could be a model that weighs 50 pounds more than me, and and her like the proportion of where the fat sits in the body is just different. You know, I can be bad bodied as hell at 110 pounds and look like a baddie at 190, you know, and people don't take that into account. You know, they just make the clothes bigger, but Hey, you know, plus size people don't want short shirts, you know, cause now you you get a little thick, you got, got a little fupa, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to cover your little fupa and you know, our pants don't fit the same way. The fat doesn't sit the same way in our thighs and our butts and our hips. And, you know, making the clothes a little bit bigger isn't what works. But you see, like, looking at the picture of him wearing the boxers, you said it looks comfortable. Yeah. Gil's not 112 pounds, yeah. you know? <laughs> so he's like, dang, this dude, you know, he's not some super skinny dude wearing some underwear. Like, no, this big dude looks comfy in these underwear. Shit, these might, these might just work. Mm-hmm. And that's that's inclusivity, not just making something so that you can get their dollar. It's making something so that the actual target audience feels like this was made for me. Because if I go out and I buy something, let's say I buy something that's plus size, if I was plus size and I go and I hate it. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I mean, this is this is what we got. So I guess I might as well. No, I would go to somewhere like. You know, well, Fenty's only online, but I would go online, purchase the items and go, you know what? This might cost a little bit more, but this fits well. This is comfortable. Like I tell people all the time when I buy my bathing suit, like, oh, your bathing suit's so nice. Where'd you get it? I buy my bathing suits at plus size stores because I'm, you know, I'm bigger in the chest. The rest of my body is normal. But if I want to buy a bathing suit at a regular store, I would have to buy a bathing suit that's either fully covering the top. I can't have anything at cleavage or anything like that because the boot part is made for these tiny, skinny little women. Yeah. You know, no matter how big I get the top, it's like it doesn't hold. There's no support. There's nothing. So I go to plus size stores where I can get a bikini top for you know, plus size women, but it actually covers my boobs. You know, you just get the size that's appropriate for you and, and then work with that. Cause they, they know, Hey, if you're heavy set, whether you have, you know, whether, no matter what the shape of your boobs, you might have larger breasts, men and women. If men can get boobs when yeah. they're plus size, they, they know, okay, women may have larger breasts when they're plus size. That's typically the norm. So we have to make larger bus sizes in our tops. You know, it's just like little stuff like that. Like you can tell when someone is doing it for, you know, I mean, all businesses are doing it for the money, but when they actually care about the clientele or the people that they're selling to and coming out with something just so you can get the dollar over someone else, it's not going to make you money in the long run. And that's why these people who try to copy others don't last. You're not doing it from a place of, of like, they're not trying to solve a problem. Correct. Yeah. They're I could not think to, of the word for that. They're, they're just trying to like fill their pockets. Right. Yeah. And that only lasts for so long. Yeah. So the uh I feel like that 
with like certain websites. Like right now, Wish, it's great because Wish solves the problem of cheap shit. But after a while, I feel like we're going to get tired of the cheap shit that don't really work. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that they sell everything that you're like, you know what? Fuck. It's going to take six months, but it'll get here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I feel like Fenty Beauty solved a problem. Like a lot of people want these luxury underwears. So, you know, and sometimes they don't really have them like XX, X size, X size, whatever. Now she does. Mm -hmm. She sells it. And she has, it it is not just bigger. It fits. Looks like it fits. It looks comfortable as hell. And is meant for plus size men and women. So, yeah, I'm happy happy this is here. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's, it's some good stuff. I so, it. I mean, congratulations to, to Rihanna. I mean, she, first she had her, um, I don't, I don't know remember if it came out. I don't know if it was her laundry or her skin or her makeup. I think the makeup. I think it was the makeup and first, then the lingerie. And then the lingerie. Because I remember Crystal was screaming about it. Because the makeup <laughs> was first and then she came out with the lingerie. Okay. Know? Yeah. So the makeup was first, um, and we saw a, a butt ton of shades, like so many shades yeah. for darker skinned women. And some people try to like include a couple more shades, but there's so many variations of of skin undertone, tones, undertone. undertones that yeah, okay, cool. You have a you have a deep brown, but it's red. Yeah, I have yellow undertones mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know why foundations just mostly come in red and they rarely have yellow undertones so i don't wear foundation because i can't wear foundation i i've I, the, the fenty one is like the closest that i've gotten um because she does have a lot of variations in the shades but i'm not gonna lie her her foundations they oxidize i know you don't wear makeup so mm-hmm. i'm gonna they dry your you. skin no so oxid oxidization that's air so your skin burps Yes, it makes your skin burp. So my skin's just burping now. So when air hits the product, it can cause it to change color. Hmm. So usually it becomes darker, and that's what happens. So, you know, when you see it in the bottle and you put it on, oh, it looks right. And then 20 minutes later, oh, it's a little too dark. And so that's that's the one thing. I love Rihanna, and I'm not knocking because her stuff is great. But yes, yeah, the only thing I just I can't deal with that. So so you add it and it gets darker and darker and darker. It just gets darker. It does stop at a point. It's not like it, at, at the end of the day, you just you know you look like a rock. You know, so it's but like an oven. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's ready. It's ready. Yeah, that's why a lot of people like if I put on my makeup right now, mm-hmm. I hate it. But in twenty minutes, when it settles in, I will love it because it looks yeah. so good. And it's it, the oils in your skin mix and blah blah blah. Mm. But yeah, but other than that, like. It's really good, but I've tried other uh, like foundations. Like uh, Too Faced is one of my favorite skincare brands, and they have foundation that I love. It's so good; it feels so natural. But they don't have any yellow undertones. So Jackie Ina actually partnered with them, and she created more um, foundation shades. I wish they would have came out with Too concealer Faced. shades. Oh, Too Faced is a great company. One thing about like since the Rihanna thing came out, um, I've been looking up a lot of their makeup. I really like the idea that people do. I like these shots where it's like the shadow. Ooh, same. Yeah. I was like, yo, I like these. Like Rihanna does it. And uh, what's her name? Kylie Jenner does it. But like, damn, they, but they got the same photo. Like, why don't they do something different? But I, I still like it. Yeah. I it's tried like, that one. It's like, a, con- it's like a concrete um, ground. Mm-hmm. And it's just 
shadow. Yeah. Looks so good. But man, shout out to Rihanna for always being the GOAT. Not only is she beautiful, um, a talented artist. She makes absolute bangers. She has a great makeup line. It's crazy how she has to come out with songs, but her songs are still dope as fuck. They're still dope. Yeah. But she's she's multi-talented. She's so smart. I mean, I haven't tried Fenty Skin just because I am still exclusively an Asian skincare blogger, vlogger, influencer, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, And I'm trying to get people to get on the train. I know it's old and cream skincare in the U.S. has been a thing, but um, I want black women to know, hey, you can use it too. If it works, it works. Yeah. So I'm trying. I, You know what I don't see a lot of? Black influencers or black skincare influencers talking about like overseas products and i think it's because it's a little easier to get your hands on or to get uh, affiliated with the u.s companies but and it's more attractive oh girl i got me a deal with um conair yeah like if i told you right now like oh i'm an influencer for jose yeah what's that exactly yeah you know but it's a huge skincare seller i don't want to say they don't make skincare but they sell it and they sell a lot and they sell from like multiple countries and people don't know that but listen man i've had the best skin of my life using asian skincare and i want other black women to know that you can do it too and you can find sunscreen that doesn't make you look white Mm -hmm. or blue oh the blue the The blue blue. part the blue yeah that's why i stopped wearing it sometimes like fuck it's just my skin look blue yeah did you know the difference between chemical and physical sunscreens the sunscreens that are causing you to look blue are physical sunscreens and the other ones are chemical mm. yeah Damn, if you bought a chemical sunscreen do you know what a chemical sunscreen is no. if i sent you out to the store and said hey gail come back with a chemical sunscreen could you go get one yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just gonna be an umbrella <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's why i want to teach black women about like hey you know not to take away from anyone here um Fenty skin can absolutely be the best thing in the so world. So pretty much just, you're just telling them that um, there are other way. Like sometimes, like you said, this the makeup didn't work for you. And they don't know better. So they only know what's in America. Yes. But you're telling them they can branch out to other yes. countries. The philosophy for skincare is so different in the U.S. and in Korea. And that's the biggest difference. It's not just that the products are different, but the... The end goal behind the product is different. Mm -hmm. So in the U.S., especially growing up with acne as a teenager and even as a young adult, I dealt with trying every product. I had prescription creams for my doctor. I've had proactive. I've tried every natural thing that you could try. I've tried every drugstore face wash and acne medication you can try. And nothing worked. But when I ended up going and buying Asian skincare products, at first, people kind of made fun of me. Like, my husband was like, oh, my God, you're ordering stuff in the mail. You don't know where that's from. You know, the, oh, how do you know it doesn't have SARS joke and stuff? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I guess we'll have to try. I guess I'm just going to have SARS then, you know. And then I ended up falling in love with it. And the difference between American and Asian skincare is American skincare is all about being astringent and taking away oils from your face and stripping everything off of it and then putting everything back in. Whereas in Korea, and the U.S. is just starting to do this. So I don't want people to be like, oh, that's not true. That's not true. Yes, it was 100% true when I was a teenager and trying to combat acne. But Korea has always been about 
nourishing and keeping oils in your face and not stripping your skin and introducing all these great products into your skin that will help with you know discoloration and acne and hyperpigmentation all all that kind of stuff and the philosophy is just different so i've always stood behind that i've been into screen skincare for like the last five six years and i'll stand behind it forever because i'm sorry i know that america likes to get on the train last but mm-hmm. I, I can't. So I want black women to know, like, you're not bound to these beauty companies that, you know, don't give a fuck about black women and are really just trying to get a buck off of you or trying to sell you something to bleach your skin or or to lighten your skin. Like, you can have absolutely bomb ass skin and not buy a single product from America. I have one product in my entire skincare routine that's from the U.S. and it is my prescription cream for anti-aging that is it mm. well you know i'm pushing 30 so yeah. you know the, the i'm scared of these <laughs> i'm scared of these wrinkles i ain't got any yet but i don't want any and that's it one and it's because it's prescription only so i couldn't have bought it overseas if i wanted to mm-hmm. and that's it i use tretinoin for my skin and i use the same rag <laughs> that i wash my balls <laughs> no, men have no. a great skin for no you guys it's... don't deserve it so um, one of my friends posted that on Twitter, like, why do men have great skin? It makes no sense. And I came up with a, with a theory. And I've been having this theory for a while now. So men have eyelashes, like longer eyelashes than, than women. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like it's because of the fact that we were out in the sun fighting, doing warrior shit or getting hunting and gathering. So we need the, the eyelashes to protect us from like, shit flying in our eyes arrows or bugs or just the sun rays if you have eyelashes that can protect you from arrows (laughs) (laughs) i want them (laughs) so so and then also like she was like yeah but what about this what about the skin i'm like well i feel like the skin we were fighting in front of the gods and the gods kind of wanted us kind of wanted to be entertained so they made us thick and And beautiful and beautiful so they could be entertained and I'm like, you know, there has to be a reason why men have like, not all men, no, but majority like have better skin and they don't do anything. Yeah, like I, I know some people that just great set of hair, skin, eyelashes, and then they don't do anything. I just woke up, bro. I'm not gonna lie though. I'm in skincare forums all the time, and there's basic things that people don't do that they should 100 percent be doing. But here's the thing. Like somebody will say, yeah, but you're, you're doing that. You're act. I'm actively doing them like drinking water. Like some people, yeah, but bro, you, you drink water. Like I was talking to a friend of mine. She's a makeup artist. She's like, yeah, you drink water and you drink coffee. You don't drink juice. Those are things that actively affect your skin. And then you lower your dairy consumption. Oh shit. I didn't know that makes your skin good. She's like, yeah, it does. Like drinking water and like lowering your dairy. It's really good for your skin. But sometimes people do too much also, and mm-hmm. that also affects your skin. So that that's the thing. So I'm not doing it to get better skin. It's just, I just do it. Yeah. So how would that affect if you are drinking so much water? I mean, you can always drink too much water, but I mean too much in the, like, products. Okay. They're using too many products because you can break out from a product. And even though it's supposed to f- combat something, if you're allergic to something in it yeah. or your skin's reactive to something in it, just because it's supposed to do one thing and it doesn't mean that it can't cause a reaction somewhere else. Hmm. Like, I didn't understand 
like reading labels and knowing that, oh, okay, I can't use anything that has this in it or anything with that in it, or this is the type of acne I have. So this is what I can and can't use. So I was just using anything. And I'm like, oh, it's acne wash. Why do I still have acne? You know, when it's really just like, oh. So what is acne? So acne is... Well, it can be caused by a lot of stuff. So it depends on whether it's, it could be hereditary. Like my mom had adult acne. So I had acne as an adult. Um, it could be diet, um, your, the how you take care of yourself. But it's just, you know, it's like a buildup of like dirt, bacteria, pus in your pores. And then it goes. Mm. But it can also be caused by inflammation. So if you eat inflammatory foods like dairy, sugar, and that's why people say dairy and sugar, like pizza can give you acne. It's not like the pizza. It's like the grease from the pizza. Yeah. It's bread, you know, wheat, gluten is inflammatory. There's sugar in bread. That's an inflammatory, um, you know, dairy from the cheese is an inflammatory. So it can cause acne because it causes your skin to become inflamed. Yeah. People don't know that. They just think the grease on the pizza. So yeah. if I just dab the grease off, why do I still have acne? <laughs> Like, <laughs> so you gotta you have to understand your skin to understand why yeah. like people. Oh, how come? How come <clears throat> I have dark circles and they never go away? No matter what I did, put spoons. I put tea bags on my eyes. If your mom spoons? or your dad has, yeah, cold spoons because they help uh, with the inflammation. Because sometimes the puffiness is inflammation or it's fluid retention, or um, people that rub their eyes a lot and you know they don't know that so what i learned a couple of years ago is that cold showers help yeah just like you don't want to put hot water i think you told me this a while ago too and i read it somewhere you don't want to put hot water in your no. face it all opens your pores but it dries your skin out. it dries your skin out yeah so yeah people take these burning hot showers and they're like why is my skin so dry yeah now, you're not supposed to wash your face in the shower either yeah. unless you're responsible enough to turn the water down to where it's like between lukewarm and cold like cool ish and then you can wash your face but when you're washing your face with hot water and, and it's like shooting guns yeah yeah, yeah it's hurting your skin is not good yeah. yeah and then people like will take the soap and then put it on their face and then lather it on their face that's no. too much tugging and friction. Too much friction can cause acne. Yeah, you guys, right now, we're wearing masks. And you're like, oh, my skin is doing so good. Why do I have acne now where my mask is? Friction. That's why you're not supposed to aggressively dry your face. You're supposed to pat your face dry. You don't rub it dry. That's why you're not supposed to wash it in the shower. That's why you don't lather the soap on your face. That's why I buy a foaming face wash. It comes out already foamy, so I don't have to aggravate my skin. But people mm. don't know that. And they're like, yeah. what if I still have acne? Have you tried just like the five minutes it takes to just like sit down, research? What is what is my skin type? What is what are my skincare concerns, which is not the same as your skin type? What are my skincare goals? I can do this forever. I could have a whole fucking skincare podcast. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to my next segment. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, just skin care of theory. Skin theory. <laughs> Why do I have acne? So, people, yeah, it brings us back to our first point, you know, about just taking the time to learn. If there's something you don't understand, you can learn it. Or you can ask me at Just As A Thing on Instagram and on YouTube. You can ask me any of your skincare questions. Put them in my DM. I'll be more than glad to answer them for you. But you just have to do that. You just have to take the time to learn. If you want to do well, you have to educate yourself. Bettering yourself starts with education. So, Yeah. That's oh, it. That's I think good. I think I'm done telling you about skincare and yeah. being a better person. <laughs> no, I'm literally gonna like cut this um 
I'm literally going to cut this up into like a zone segment. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Oh, you want to wrap up and ask some ask some questions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to answer some questions that were sent to us or technically sent to Gil. Nobody likes me. They were sent to Gil on Instagram. Gil, what's our first question? Uh, we have actually just one question. It's from Sean. Um, let's see here. Where is it? Um, there we go. Oh, actually, sent a couple of questions. You sent the question. <laughs> <laughs> the future of OnlyFans with celebrities now joining in. Wait, no, that's not a question. Um, oh, the future of OnlyFans with celebrities now joining in. That is, that is a question. What do you think about that? I don't know. I just feel like celebrities do it. Well, not them. They're managers. We'll do anything to get like a, a quick buck or to keep them relevant. It's like, ooh, what's what's cool right now? OnlyFans? All right, let's get you on there. But like, what would they do on OnlyFans? <clears throat> okay, and, and just to be clear, I, I do understand that OnlyFans is not about like sexual content. Mm-hmm. I know you can do anything on OnlyFans, but like what what value would they bring to OnlyFans? And okay, no, let's back up. Let, let me just say, I hate the fact that I feel like OnlyFans is something for what I call the little people, like people, like regular people like us. So when celebrities get in on it, I hate that so much because now you're taking attention and focus away from people who actually might need that money or use that money to sustain themselves. Because let's say like, you know, some people I know donate to multiple Patreons, but if they only have X amount of money, maybe they only donate to one or two people. So now if there's this small creator on OnlyFans and now celebrity comes and they like that celebrity more and now they're taking money from them. So I hate the fact that celebrities are always trying to jump on these money-making trains that are really started and meant for just regular-ass people like us. Sometimes I really feel like it's not really the actor or the celebrity. It's their agent. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to be on this platform. You have to do this just to be seen. So yeah. then when a, a new movie or show project is announced, oh, yeah, we um, what about um, John Travolta? I saw he had OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Where he was making sandwiches or showing people how to make sandwiches for like five bucks. Or something stupid. Yeah. So, I th- yeah, I think you're right. They're just going to make it toxic. Yeah. I don't know. I hate that. Like, let people have something. And sometimes people ruin <coughs> things. Like a lot of times people will come into spaces that are not meant for them and just absolutely ruin it. So, I mean, if you want to embarrass yourself, you're more than welcome. Um, whatever your agent tells you you have to do, I guess just do it so you can keep your job. Yeah. Um, Sean again. So he said, what are some board games or card games to play in a setting with strangers? Wolf. Hmm? Wolverine. Wolf. Werewolf. Werewolf. It's called Werewolf werewolf so werewolf is a party game i think it's is it is it just um sounds like that game where it says uh it's like among us mafia yes oh, it was mafia yes okay, same game yeah werewolf same thing among us is just the video game version of those games hmm. it's like who's the who's the wolf yeah who's the liar i like i like among us that cards against humanity but i'm so tired of playing yeah. cards against humanity everyone plays like, oh it's so raunchy just play it says dick fingers and then <clears throat> and then you have people who are like prudes they don't want to like ask or a certain question or say a certain joke I'm like dude just lighten up it's supposed to be a game it's a game um and then sean again he said ps5 or xbox x oh ps5 we don't do xbox in my house 
Okay, this is this is my point though. <laughs> oh well, you have all this. They're owned by Microsoft, so they have all this exclusive stuff. So if you can play on Xbox, you can play on Microsoft. Just build a computer. Yeah. Just build a computer if it's that deep. First off, PC gaming worlds ahead. And for anyone who doesn't know, you can just use your Xbox controller with yeah. a PC. It's made for that because you know why? Because if you just build your computer and it's not a Mac, um, it's it's from Microsoft. <laughs> the operating system is from Microsoft. And the Xbox remote is also from Microsoft. So if you just plug it in, it'll work because it's all Microsoft. <laughs> so if you're really that concerned about like the guess the remote or whatever, just build a Microsoft computer and plug in your Microsoft like, remote. I feel like that's the future. Everybody's gonna have like a gaming PC. It's so yeah. easy and cheap to build. Oh, okay, it's not it's not cheap, cheap in in the grand scheme of things. You can build a pretty good computer for cheap. And so many people are doing it now. It's not one of those things where you have to go and get give it to someone else to build. If you have even entry-level enthusiasm in PC building, you can do it. Like, it's something that's absolutely 100% doable. Like, I thought it was so difficult to do. And then once I sat down, there's actually a game that I got so I can learn about it. It's called PC Building Simulator. And you build computers and you learn, okay, this goes to this. Okay, if this doesn't turn on, maybe this isn't plugged in. This is where that goes. So, like, I don't feel comfortable to do it by myself. But I, if I if I had a video, I could follow along and, and do it pretty comfortably. Like, I, I could say 100% I could build a computer in, like, a day yeah. if you gave me the parts. And the information is out there. Yeah. Going back to what we said, if you want to know, go out and learn. Exactly. The internet is not just for OnlyFans and YouTube. There's so many Lane songs. Tory Lane songs. Dude, why? What would possess you to shoot someone in the foot? I don't know. Fuck. We gotta we just wanna wrap up? Yeah, we're gonna wrap up for today. So I wanna shout out a creator that I've recently been listening to. So she is a singer songwriter. She has beautiful music. She's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful soul. I don't know if she's single or not, but if she's not dating anyone her spotify <laughs> her spotify looks really dope it does so her name is ari sky she is a musical artist she makes this really like dreamy vibey ass music like it's a vibe like when people was like it's a vibe that's that's a vibe but she makes like this really dreamy r&b music that just like you just you just want to make love even to Ari Skies. Yeah, it's really dope. So you can follow her on. I follow her on Spotify. I believe she's on Apple Music as well, but I can't search and verify that because Spotify is. I'm sorry, Spotify is the goat. You can fight me on that. But A R I S K I E S. The song I'm listening to right now is Bad Habit. I'm actually going to ask her if I can steal that song for a video. Stealing sounds bad. I'm asking if I can use that song for a video and also follow her on Instagram. I'm gonna make sure. I think it's Ari underscore skies. Let's let's verify. Yes, it's Ari underscore skies. That's her music page on IG. But you can follow her there. Check out her music. It's really dope, guys. And yeah, let's wrap up the show. All right. So you can follow us on our handles, all our social medias, and now our upcoming website. website. Go ahead, Gail. Give them all them handle handles. So pretty much, you can follow us on instagram at culture theory podcast absolutely and our patreon patreon.com slash culture theory so <clears throat> damn i'm fucking flimmy <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> it's still the morning <laughs> yeah. um we're working on our twitter right now but um 
everything else you can follow us on instagram at culture theory podcast and our youtube yes youtube.com do we have that uh no because we need more followers we need more we need more followers um yeah i think that's it yeah absolutely yeah. oh our upcoming website culture theory.com culture theory <coughs> podcast culture theory podcast also we want to shout out uh andre for becoming yo yeah. andre's the goat yeah. andre's the goat let me tell you something right now <laughs> andre is an avid listener of culture theory one he's also supported the ten dollar tier because he's that dude but andre real deal out here I've never had any of my listeners want this to work out so bad. Like this dude invests time into this podcast. Like he has money on here. Like we got stock. Okay. <laughs> so thank you so much, Andre. He's our newest Patreon patron. He's our newest theorist. And thank you to all our other theorists. <laughs> in there For all your support and love. We hope to see more of you. Let's get on the road to the Roadcaster Pro. You could start off at the five dollar tier, just five dollars a month. Two of them little rebels you be getting at Wawa's. You can Two? support <laughs> two of you little rebels at Wawa's could get us five dollars a month of culture theory podcast at patreon.com slash culture theory. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on the handles. Don't forget to follow your girl Ari Skies. Thank you so much again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.